What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Take a Leap. It is me, the one and only John O'Halloran. If you guys want to follow social media, I've been plugging it for four years now. Is it worth at this point anymore? I think this is the last time I'm going to plug it. The Instagram is John O'Halloran15. I'll even spell the last name for you O H A L L O R A N. 15. That's 1 5 if you don't know your numbers. The Twitter, under Bar John. Under Bar O'Halloran, same thing. O H A L L O R A N. Take the lead social media is TTL Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. If you guys want to follow those too, I said it nice and slow for you guys if you want to follow it. But you don't have to because, like I said, it's been four years since so I've been plugging it, and you guys don't follow it. But uh, anyways, I think I got an episode uh, here for uh, for you guys today. I got a lot of stories we can talk about. Um, the first one I actually talk about. Uh, we're gonna start with Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna start with the NFL today. And the first one uh, on the list is Aaron Rodgers. He came out and said, "If you think I'm being a diva about my career decision," he said, "To me out." Um, as we all know, uh, just a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago or two, it's in the, uh, now Aaron Rodgers. Uh, He's been doing this darkness retreat, uh, stating he will decide if he's going to uh, his playing future on his own terms. He says, uh, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you uh, think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune me out. That's fine, Roger said on the uh, Arby Marcus podcast, according to the NFL.com, uh, NFL Network. Um, he said, but this is my life. It's important to me. Uh, I'll make the decision soon enough, and we'll go uh, down that uh, road and be really excited about it. Um, the interview uh, was recorded on February 22nd. Um, it was released Wednesday. Marks the first time Rogers spoke uh, publicly since his four-day darkness retreat in Oregon. Rogers took part in the re uh, retreat to help him decide uh, what he'll do in 2023. He is uh, contemplating either retirement or playing um, for the Packers next year or requesting a trade to another team. Um... Rogers also said uh, it's best for anybody who's interested to make a uh, decision sooner rather than later. Um, you know, he failed to make the playoffs uh, last season for the first time since 2018. He started all 17 games for the Packers. He, I mean, he did throw for 3,695 yards, uh, 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. I mean, the touchdowns were down. Um, you know, he's set to have you no know, $31.6 cap in 2023 after signing a three-year deal, $150 million extension last offseason. Uh, the Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Raiders and Jets are poorly potential landing spots before I just request a trade. Um, you know, I mean, no, I got to... No, I've said in the past, I think it's time for the Packers to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I think it's time for Aaron Rodgers to move on from the Packers. I mean, what he was able to do in his years with the Packers... I mean, you can't deny it. I mean, he won, what, four MVPs, I believe. i got to look it up real quick. I believe he's won four MVPs. He won last year, the year before that. Um, oh, bear with me here. He's won four MVPs, 2011, 2014, 2020, and last year. I mean, 10-time Pro Bowler, uh, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. You know, he's done... He's... He's done fantastic with the pack, fantastic with the Packers. I think it's time for the Packers to, you know, hit that rebuild button and give Jordan Love the keys to what Jordan Love can do. And I've been saying this ever since the Packers drafted Jordan Love. 
And I don't like a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. You don't want him to leave. You don't want him to walk away after all he's done for this organization. But it's time for Aaron Rodgers to hang it up and either retire or go somewhere else and have a chance to win a Super Bowl elsewhere. Um, I just I, I I think it's time for Aaron Rodgers to hang it up or go play somewhere. Maybe go to Vegas, team up with uh, Devontae Adams because he really missed Devontae Adams this year. I mean, he was thrown to. Other guys on these on uh, he was throwing to these wide receivers who probably would be third and fourth string wide receivers on other teams. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Christian Watson is going to be a very good receiver. He balled out towards the end of the season, but I think it's time for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to move on. And I honestly think Aaron Rodgers is going to either cross a trade or he's going to retire. I, I don't see him going back to Green Bay. I think Green Bay is at this at this point where they need to rebuild and start all, start all over and just start tanking build up draft capital and just start, you know, building through the drafts for the next couple of years and see where they can go from there. Um, but I'm really excited to see what Aaron Rodgers is going to do, uh, what decision he's going to make. But like I said, I think he's going to ask for a trade. I think he's going to go elsewhere, maybe Vegas, or maybe he can go to the uh, to the Jets. I mean, Jets already got a good defense. I mean, Sauce Gardner is going to be a really good corner cornerback. They've got a very good defense. Um I think if Aaron Rodgers go there, I mean, if I think the two things you need in the NFL is a very, very good defense and a good quarterback. I mean, Garrett Wilson is showing flashes. I mean, he showed flashes from uh, his rookie year. He's going to be a good uh, wide receiver. I think getting Aaron Rodgers there can help Garrett Wilson, help this Jets team, you know, be contenders. But we're going to have to see where it's, that's going to go from there. Um, like I said, uh, it's time for the Packers and uh, Aaron Rodgers to move on from each other. Uh, the next one is uh, the Buccaneers released uh, Leonard Fordette uh, four days ago. I didn't even know what happened until um, just a couple days ago. Um, you know, he asked for his release, or told Jordan Schultz. Uh, Jordan Schultz ended up tweeting, uh, Leonard Fordette asked to be released. Um, told his mutual decision uh, with no hard feelings. Fournette is just, I mean, he's still 28. He's looking for a fresh start once he compete for another Super Bowl. Um, should have a good market. Uh, he spent the last three seasons with the Bucks after playing his first three um, years of his career at the Jacksonville Jaguars. So Tampa Bay is over $56.5 million over the cap, um, according to over the cap. And the team will just save about $3.5 million if uh, Fournette is... Uh, Pre one June cut uh, just over five million with the uh, post one uh, post June one. Um, so he played all sixteen games for the Bucks uh, this season. He's finished uh, finished with six hundred sixty eight rushing yards, five hundred twenty three receiving yards, and six total touchdowns. He just told six thousand six hundred ninety seven scrim yards and forty one scores since being uh, selected fourth overall in twenty seventeen. Um, I mean, a Bucks gonna be another team too. That's like I just mentioned about Green Bay, Bucks can be another team too that's gonna you know be rebuilding. You know, Aaron uh, Tom Brady just retired. They just cut Lennon Fordette. Um, I mean, they're way, way, way over the cap, so they don't really have a lot of money to play with to bring a quarterback in, unless they can restructure some deals, get some restructure some deals, get some deal uh, contracts down. Um, I don't know who their starting quarterback's going to be this upcoming uh, this coming uh, upcoming season. I I mean. Braid retired, the backup quarterback retired. No, where does Tampa Bay go from here? Can Tampa Bay somehow work something out to get contracts down? Maybe bring Aaron Rodgers in, or are they going to have? To, or is going to be another team that's going to be going through a rebuild? Um, I mean, the way over the cap, they got to figure something out with Tampa Bay. Uh, 
I'm sure, like this article said, I'm sure Leonard Fournette is going to find a uh, suitor somewhere. And there's a couple teams out there who need a running back. But, um, yeah, it just seems like Tampa Bay is going to be another team that's going to uh, be going through a rebuild. Um, or they could sign this guy. And Marcus Marauder was just cut by the Falcons. Uh, Falcons, by cutting him, gained $12 million over the salary cap. Uh, gained $12 million in cap room, not salary cap. Uh, the Falcons were 5-8 and eight with him as a Marcus Marauder as a starter before Desmond Ritter uh, started the final four games. Um so, uh, general manager uh, Terry uh, Fountain said, uh, we really appreciate Marcus and all the things he did while he was here. Person, professionally, great man. Um, he's just, uh, then he wanted to say, we just feel we're doing uh, what's best for the team at the time. We appreciate him and uh, what he's done uh, while he was here. So, he signed a $10.5 million uh, two-year contract with the Falcons after the um, Falcons traded Matt Ryan to the Colts last offseason. Uh I'm sorry, but Marcus Mariota is not worth $10.5 million. That When that deal happened last year, I was kind of shocked they gave him that kind of deal. Um, so he competed 185 of uh, 300 uh, passes for 2,219 yards, 15 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. He rushed for 40, 438 yards and uh, four touchdowns. Um, after he was benched, he left the, uh, he left the team uh, to have season-ending uh, knee surgery. Uh, the Falcons expected to save approximately twelve million in cap uh, in uh, cap salary by uh, cutting Marcus Mariota. Um, I don't know. I just I, I was really I really never thought Marcus Mariota was really a uh, a starting NFL quarterback uh, ever since he came into the league. I mean, I think the Falcons already paid him last year. Um, I don't know where he goes from here. I'm sure a team will uh, pick him up to be a backup. Um, or, like I said, maybe Tampa Bay can bring him in. But um, $10.5 million for Marcus Muir. That's a lot of money for a quarterback who I personally don't think is a starting NFL quarterback. Um, another player was uh, released the other day. Uh, the Giants actually released uh, Kenny Galdaway. Um, I'm sure they wish they probably could. Go back and uh, take this deal back. Uh, he signed a four-year, $72 million contract in 2021. However, I mean, he struggled during his two years with the uh, Giants. He, uh, after uh, just catching 43 passes for 602 yards and one touchdown with the Giants, which is absolutely freaking crazy. Um, in the end, the Giants will have paid Kenny Galloway $36 million for for a total of... And this was a tweet from Field uh, Yates. Like I just mentioned, 43 yards and one touchdowns. They paid him $36 million for doing jack shit. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he was injured uh, his first couple years with the Giants, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he fell down uh, in the pecking order in 2022 under first year uh, head coach Brian Duball. He scored six catches for 81 yards and one score while playing only 33% of the team's snaps, the lowest of his career. Um, so he's. No, he was he was good with the Lions before he went to the Giants. He put up consecutive seasons over one thousand yards in 2018-2019. I mean, he's still twenty nine years old, but um, he's gonna be. Th I mean, I don't know when he's ever gonna be thirty. So he'll be 30 November 3rd of this year. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just his. After going to the Giants, his career went down. 
All right, so he played 14 games with the Giants in 2021. In just four games and uh, 12 games this year, but he started four this year. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm sure the Giants wish they could take that contract back. That was an awful, awful, awful contract they gave him. I mean, so the two year series with the Giants. His first year put up 521 yards. This year was eight, uh, 81 yards. Wow. I'm sure they wish that that was just an awful contract they gave him. That might go down as one of the worst free agent contracts in NFL history. But dude, if if I could have got paid. $36 million just for to catch 43 yards and one touchdown and never play a snap in the NFL again. Fuck it. I'll take it. I think anyone would take that. I mean, I'm really, I'm sure the giants really wish they could take that, um, take that deal back. Uh, next is uh, another player got released. And I actually feel bad for this player. Um, Carson Wentz, you guys know I'm an Eagles fan. Um, you know, the commanders got him in the, uh, Trade with the Colts last season. Uh, Washington sent a 2022 third round uh, pick and a conditional 2023 third round pick uh, to the Colts for um, for Carson Wentz. Washington paid 28 million, paid uh, Wentz 28 million in 2022. He was two and five and seven starts for Washington, throwing 1,755 yards, um, 11 touchdown, nine interceptions. Um, Washington did go five three and one without Carson Wentz starting. Um, you no, know, we all. Remember, Eagles drafting him a second overall in 2016. Uh, he, I mean, he was showing flashes, man, with the Eagles. Especially back in 2017, when he threw for 33 touchdowns and only seven interceptions towards ACL against the uh, Rams in Week 14. I've uh, played three more seasons in Philadelphia before being traded to the Colts after um, an awful 2020 season, 2020 season. Um, Jeez, no, he was benching week 13 against the Packers and never played for the uh, for the Eagles after that. Um, Colts acquired Wentz for a first and third round pick in February 2021. He lasted one season Indy throwing 3,563 yards, 27 touchdowns to seven interceptions. I mean, that one year in Indianapolis, he did play pretty damn good. Uh, the Colts ended up losing week 18 to the Jaguars, which ended the playoff. Uh, releasing Wentz leaves Sam Howell as the only quarterback to, uh, on the Washington roster. Ten, ten, Taylor Henneke is selected to become a free agent on March 13th, which is just uh, next week. Um, so Carson Wentz, free agent. Um, just awful, awful, awful. You know, I feel bad for Carson Wentz. No, this Carson Wentz is going to be one of those players you're going to look back five, five, 10, 15 years from now into the future, and you're going to look at it and say, what if he never got hurt? What if he stayed healthy? What he could have done? You know, what if kind of things Car Carson Wentz could have accomplished? Um, you know, that 2007, the 2017 season, no offense to Tom Brady. Tom Brady won the MVP that season, but if Carson Wentz never got hurt, that would have been Carson Wentz's MVP. Carson was going to an MVP that season. 
then after just after that injury, you know, everything went downhill for Carson Wentz. I mean, he he did have a good a good one season with the Colts. It was just disastrous in Washington. Um, I feel bad for Carson Wentz. You know, I'm I know a lot of Eagles fans. And I'm not gonna say that not all Eagles fans, but there's a good percentage of Eagles fans who don't like Carson Wentz, and there's a good percentage of Eagles fans who do like Carson Wentz, and I'm proud of that percentage percentage that likes Carson Wentz. I feel bad for him. No, he he was on his way of being great. He was on his way of being a fantastic quarterback. And all it takes is one injury for a player just to go downhill. I mean, I mean, I'm, I don't want to compare these two, but look at Derrick Rose. After Derrick Rose tore his ACL, look what happened to him. Derrick Rose is on top of the basketball world. I mean, that Bulls team was probably going to win the NBA Finals with Derrick Rose there. At some point after that injury, it just went downhill for Derrick Rose. It was the same thing for Carson Wentz. You now Carson Wentz had that one injury. After that, it was just injury after injury after injury, setback after setback after setback. And you no, know, I feel bad for Carson Wentz. I really do. You no, know, he was on his way of doing great things for the Eagles. Yes, that Eagles team did go on to win the Super Bowl with Nick Foles, but. I'm sure on the sideline, Carson Wentz was watching that. Carson Wentz was saying to himself, this should be me. This should be me. Um, but, you know, it's unfortunate for Carson Wentz. I don't think any team, I'm sure some will pick him up. But, I mean, who knows? Who knows if a team's going to go there and give him a contract to be a backup quarterback. Carson Wentz's career could be done. He was on Indianapolis for one year. He was on the Washington for one year. He's been on, what, three teams in three years? Three teams in four years. I mean, is anyone really going to want to give him a contract, even to be a backup? Um, but you know, I feel bad for Carson Wentz. I really do. This he was on his way of doing great things in the NFL. It's really, really unfortunate. Um, you know what happened is what happened with his career. He, like I said, he was on his way of doing great things. Um, next, um, speaking of quarterbacks. Uh, Derek Carr is actually going to meet with the Panthers. Um, Carr is also set to have uh, in-person meetings with the Saints and Jets. Uh, Ian Rapport's uh, Carr, Carr pre-reported uh, both teams earlier this year. Um, Carr spent nine seasons with the Raiders, um, starting 142 contests during the stretch. Vegas benched him the final two games of the 2022 season. Um, so Matt Carroll and Jacob Eatson are the two Panthers quarterbacks under contract for next season. Um... So Panthers drafted uh, Matt Carroll to third pick, uh, third round pick in 2022 NFL draft, but since uh, suffered a uh, less terrific injury in the preseason, ending his campaign. The Panthers also had uh, Rovling Dorf starting quarterbacks last year. Baker Mayfield started six games, while Sam Darnold and PJ Walker each start uh, each started uh, five. Uh, Walker and Darnold are uh, slated to become free agents. Um, hmm. I mean, Derek Carr had a decent season, 3,522 yards, 24 touchdowns to 14 inceptions and 15 starts last season. I'm excited to see. I'm really interested to see where Derek Carr goes. Um, I don't know. Does he want to go to Carolina? Carolina's going to be a team that's going to – seems like they're uh, rebuilding. Um no, he's already he was already on the Raiders before. I mean, Raiders had a few a lot of losing seasons losing seasons while he was there. Um, went to the playoffs once with the Raiders. Could have been twice before he stepped out of injury the first time. 
Um, I don't know. Does he really? Would he really want to go to the Panthers? I mean, Panthers really have nobody there. Um, I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, what would you do? Would you? Uh, what would you do if you were Derek Carr? I mean, Jets maybe. I mean, I already think. I, I mean, I have a feeling Evan Rodgers is not going to go to the Jets. I feel Evan Rodgers is probably going to go to uh, Vegas. So if I'm Derek Carr, the only team I, I really go to is probably the uh, Jets. Because when I look at the Jets, I mean, the Jets are probably the only team out of those teams he's going to visit that has a legit chance to actually win and maybe get to the playoffs. Um, those other two teams, Panthers, I don't think Panthers are going to be competitive for the next couple of years. Uh, Saints, Sam the Saints, I don't know what the Saints, Saints, I, Saints are another team that's probably uh, finally flipping that uh, uh, rebuild switch. Um, but anyways, uh, let's talk about some Eagles news. Eagles actually promoted uh, Brian Johnson to the offensive uh, coordinator position, hire uh, Shane Diz, uh, Z as uh, DC. Uh, quarterback coach Brian Johnson has been promoted to offensive coordinator, while Shane uh, Desai has been uh, hired as defensive coordinator. Um, so Johnson replaced a former offensive coordinator, Shane Strickland, who took the uh, over the uh, Indianapolis uh, head coaching job this offseason, while uh, Desai comes over from uh, Seattle. Seahawks will succeed Jonathan. Uh, will uh, it will succeed Jonathan Gannon after he left to become the Arizona Cardinals head coach. So uh, Desai spent uh, last season as a defensive coordinator for Seattle. He previously served under uh, defensive coordinator uh, for the Chicago Bears in 2021 when the team ranked 16 yards allowed. Yeesh. Um, Johnson had multiple opportunities for other offensive coordinator options, but uh, decided to stay in Philadelphia. Um, he's been part of the Eagles coaching staff since 2021, though he will be the, uh, this will be his first NFL, uh, his first season in NFL's offensive coordinator. Johnson, I uh, held the, uh, position in college ranks. Um, so Philadelphia's offense ranked, uh, third in scoring offense and yardage in 2022. And so, no, he did good as a uh, uh, quarterbacks coach. So we just got to see what he can do as um, offensive coordinator. For the other guy, I saw a lot of people saying this was a good move for the Eagles. I saw a lot of people bashing this guy. So we're gonna have to see. I mean, especially with the Eagles' uh, defense just did this past uh, this past season. I mean, seventy sacks. I think that's second all time. Was it? Um, just where this Eagles defense. I mean, I, they did struggle in the Super Bowl. Um, but no, we're going to see what this uh, guy can bring for the Eagles defense and see if he can bring the same magic back the Eagles had the, uh, this past season. So we're going to have to see. Um, I mean, I saw this one. I, I wanted to talk about this one. This one makes no sense. Uh, so the Bears are actually leading towards moving the number one overall pick. Um, Multiple clubs have approached Chicago about trading the pick uh, for Adam Scheffler. Um, the Bears have quarterback trash in the fields, but uh, plenty of holes elsewhere on their roster. Trading down would uh, give them uh, more ammo to help build a better team around the uh, former first-round pick. Um, so Bears' own manager Ryan Poole said, we have flexibility where there's uh, opportunity, uh, where if we can uh, turn that into a, a lot of players that come and help us, uh, we can do that. Uh, teams that have failed to address their quarterback position free agency via trade could be looking to acquire uh, the pick. Um, Derek Carr and Jim McGraw are also top free agents, uh, where Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers could be available for uh, could be available for trade. So the last number one overall pick that was traded before the uh, 
draft was 2016 when the Los Angeles Rams moved up to select Jared Goff. I don't know. I mean, uh, Chicago's a team. I mean, they could trade the pick. Where more? Uh, I mean, I don't know. If I'm the Bears, I'm going to keep it. So that way you can you know, build around Justin Fields. I mean, you could still trade it and still build around Justin Fields. Um, I don't know. Do you keep it and just... I don't know. That That's a tough situation right there. I mean, you could keep it or you could trade it. But if I'm them, I mean, what do you do? Do you, do you keep it? Do you trade it? I mean, you still can... Like I said, I mean, that... Like I said in the article, um... Like the general manager said, you know, he said we have flexibility. There's opportunities if we can turn that into a lot of players that come in and help us. We can do that. Um, that's not what I wanted. It was trading down would give them uh, more ammo to build a better team around the uh, for uh, for Justin Fields. I don't know if I'm Chicago. I mean, you still can use the first on the first pick on the offensive lineman because Chicago's. Off the line is absolutely atrocious. I mean, how many times this gets? How many times this guy gets sacked? How many times does this guy have to escape pressure? You still could use a first pick on offensive lineman. You you don't need to go to address the first pick on a defensive guy. You could use it on an offensive lineman. Um, I'm going to pull up a mock draft real quick. So the first one quickly on has him dra drafting uh, Jalen Carter um, out of Georgia. If I'm mistaken, is that the guy that's in trouble right now? So by looking at these uh, picks, these um, I don't know. I, I don't know what Chicago does here. I mean, they could trade it, but if I'm them, I would keep it. And last football one is uh, Devin McCourty believes that Mac Jones has what it takes to be uh, to lead the offense for the future. He says, "I'm excited for Mac." Excuse me, Corey said an interview on NFL Network's uh, Good Morning Football. He said, I think the sky is the limit. I think he is the future of the New England. I think I think you're wrong if you don't think that. Uh, he's in the building uh, right uh, now doing different things, working on with, uh, working out with guys, um, talking to guys. Uh, that's what he wants, and uh, he wants to be that quarterback. So his first season with the Patriots, uh, Mac Jones led the Patriots to a 10-7 record in the playoff spot in the rookie season. Took a huge step back on his second campaign, throwing for um, 2,997 2, yards with 14 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, going 6 and 8 and 14 starts. Um, I don't know. I just. I don't think Mac Jones is going to improve. I'm not a Mac Jones fan. I don't think Mac Jones is a starting NFL quarterback. Uh, he took a huge step back last season. It was his first season, he goes 10 and 7 as a starter. This season, he was, I mean, he was terrible. Some of the plays Mac Jones was making, the things Mac Jones was doing on the field, I just, I don't think Mac Jones has what it takes to be a starting quarterback. 
I mean, you saw him yelling at Matt Patricia. You saw the things Mac Jones was doing, yelling uh, throughout when there was games, especially, I think it was a Thursday night game against Buffalo. He's, or against Chicago. Was it against Chicago on Monday night or Buffalo on Thursday? The Thursday night game. He uh, said, run the effing ball. Or throw the, no, he said, throw the ball. Our effing run game sucks. Do you want that to be your quarterback? Do you want, I, I mean, I just, I'm sorry. I just, I just don't think Mac Jones is the future of the New England Patriots. Um, I don't think they'll draft their quarterback this upcoming draft. I think they're still going to give the keys to Mac Jones. But at one point, you got to really look at this and say, do you do we really want this guy to be our starting quarterback? Uh, Bill O'Brien, who's new offensive coordinator, said, I think Mac has uh, all the uh, cannibals and um, the things that you want in a quarterback. He's going to he's going to his third year, um, third offensive coordinator. Hopefully, uh, O'Brien is uh, there for the. Uh, Oh no, McCarty said that. My bad. Um, hopefully, uh, O'Brien is there for a while. I think um, you see the growth. I don't know. I just, I just don't think Mac Jones is. I just don't think Mac Jones is a type of quarterback that can be the Patriots. Um, maybe they can uh, bring Tom Brady back. We're actually uh, going to get some hockey out of the way. I know we're going to talk about some hockey. Um, All right, I forgot to add one I want to talk about. Uh, Bruins give David Posnack a $90 million uh, contract. Um, I thought I added some, but I guess I didn't. So Bruins assigned David Posnack to an eight-year extension. Um, deal carries in Daniel Enschel cap it of uh, $11.25 million. Um, if you guys watch hockey, you definitely know David Prasnock is worth it if you guys are listening this far. If you guys don't watch it, David Prasnock is definitely worth this contract. Um, he's just only 26. He's going to get better. He's played 60 games with the Bruins this season, uh, recording 42 goals and 30 assists for 80 points. Um, so he leads the Bruins uh, in four, uh, just like I mentioned. So he leads the Bruins in uh, 42 goals, assists 38 and points 80. Points per game, 1.33. Um, he ranks in top 10 uh, Bruins franchise history. Uh, so he uh, ranks uh, top 20 in Bruins franchise history in goals. That's He's ninth, 282 hat-tricks, uh, third, 13 assists, 18th, uh, 302 in points, 14th, uh, 584. Um, I definitely think worth it. Uh, he's one of the best players in the league. Uh, the things he does on the ice is very, very incredible. Uh, so, uh, David Prosnack is definitely worth the money, and especially this season the Bruins are having. Um, the best team in the NHL, the fastest team in NHL history to get to 100 points um, in 60 games. 61 games are already at 100 points. I mean, this team is just the way they're playing. I'm actually going to the Bruins game next Saturday to see them play the Red Wings, which I'm excited about. As a Red Wings fan, I'm not excited because... I don't think the game's going to be close. Just the things the Bruins are doing. They're blowing teams out. They're beating the shit out of teams on the ice. They've only lost eight games so far this season. And that's 
That's freaking nuts. Um, <laughs> this Bruins team is just fantastic. Also, uh, Dylan Larkin also got an uh, eight-year extension, sixty-nine point six million. Get good tea. Uh, so he's due to be uh, understood free agent this offseason. He previously dealt. Uh, he previously signed a deal in twenty eighteen. <clears throat> so Larkin's new deal doesn't include uh, any signing bonuses and futures. A no trade clause for the uh, for the first five years. Um, I'm happy, 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 happy. The Red Wings uh, gave him an extension. I did not want him to walk away. Uh, so uh, he was drafted 15th overall in 2014. He's appeared in 563 games in the uh, with the Red Wings uh, since. Um, he's having a career season with 57 points in 59 contests in uh, posting terrific uh, underlying numbers at uh, both ends of the ice. Happy the Red Wings kept him. Um, but I mean, at this, I mean, ah. the only thing I'm not happy about is. Just a few days ago, or a week ago, it looks like the Red Wings were you no know, playoff contention. Uh, they've been playing like crap the last couple of games. Um, also, the uh, NHL um, trade line didn't happen. Red Wings made a couple moves, and Steve Eisman actually came out and said um, Red Wings weren't going to be buyers under any, any uh, circumstances this year. So um, Red Wings manager Steve Eisman uh, came out and said, uh, I'm not going to be a buyer under any uh, circumstances, Eisman said. A house rush in February made it seem like uh, though as Detroit could push uh, to end its uh, six-year playoff drought, but a recent setback to back-back losses to Ottawa Senators were also fighting for uh, playoffs. Um, both those games were terrible to watch. Uh, Red Wings in the first game scored the first goal after that Ottawa just took over, and then the second game was even awful to watch. It was you know four to one in the second period. Watch up into the third period. Ottawa scored another goal. It's two more goals. I stopped watching. It was six to one. Uh, that was a final. Um, he traded uh, Flip Hornick, Tyler Bertuzzi, J- uh, Jacob Verana, which I'm very bummed out to trade uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, Jacob uh, Verana, and uh, Oscar Sunquist. Uh, leading up to Friday's deadline, a work day, a new year, like I said, eight year deal with um, Dylan Larkin. If I really thought uh, that this group had a chance to make the playoffs and ultimately not just make them uh, but go on a run, then maybe you keep your team together, Eisman said. He added, do you? Uh, do I think we're Stanley Cup contender this year? No. Did I think we had a chance to make the playoffs? Yes. Uh, and if I thought we were a Stanley Cup contender, I would have uh, not traded uh, our uh, unrestricted free agents. Eisman recent trades uh, erupted a really uh, brief assist of, Detroit's, of Detroit, uh, who now owns uh, five picks in the opening two rounds of the 2023 draft and uh, two rounders in uh, 2024. So, I mean, they are, they are, you know, building up uh, draft capital, which is very good. Uh, the Red Wings uh, right now have 65 points in the season, right now in a, f- uh, in a five back of the Newark Islanders actually playing today. Um, I don't know. Now, I really thought this Red Wings team, uh, no, the way they were looking last week, were actually made the playoffs, but... Looks like that's not happening now. Also, the NF- NHL trade deadline happened. I'm going to read some of them. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, yesterday, Minnesota Wild acquired uh, John uh, Killingberg from the uh, Atlanta Atlanta Ducks. And the high Ducks exchange for our defenseman, uh, Andre Sturster, uh, rights to uh, Ford uh, Nika Nurkciv in the fourth round picks in 2025. Um, 
Flames acquired a choice stretcher from in uh, Nick Ritchie from the Arizona Coyotes, exchange for a defenseman uh, Connor Mackey and Brett Ritchie. I'm not going to read all of these. Um, I already mentioned Oscar uh, Sunquist. Um, like I said, uh, Blues acquire uh, Jacob Varner from the Red Wings exchange for. Uh, for Dylan uh, McLaughlin, a seventh-round pick in 2025. Uh, Stars acquired Max Domi and uh, goalie uh, Dylan Wells from the Chicago Blackhawks exchange for goalie uh, Anton uh, Knubin uh, in his second-round uh, picks in 2025. Um, Chicago's acquired Ford uh, Andres Burke from the Buffalo Sabre exchange for uh, future considerations. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights acquired Jonathan Quick from the Columbus Blue Jackets exchange for uh, goaltender uh, Michael Hutchison, a seventh-round pick. Um, originally, um, the Kings traded Jonathan Quick to the uh, Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets traded him right away. Um, Bruins acquired, uh, which, like I said, I'm not happy about this one. Uh, Bruins acquired Tyler Bertuzzi from the Red Wings exchange for a conditional first-round pick in 2024. About that, I mean, Tyler Bertuzzi has been injured the last couple of seasons, but when healthy, Tyler Bertuzzi can do good things on the ice. Um... Like I said, uh, Canucks acquire uh, Flip Hornick in a fourth-round pick in 2023 from the Red Wings exchange for a conditional first-round pick in 2023. 20, uh, um, Avalanche acquire Lars Ellers from the Washington Capitals exchange for a second-round pick in 2025. Uh, probably one of the biggest ones was uh, Patrick Kane finally getting traded out of Chicago. Uh, Rangers acquired Patrick Kane, defenseman uh, Cooper Zetch from the Chicago Blackhawks in a three-team trade that sent, includes uh, the Arizona Coyotes. Blackhawks receive uh, defenseman Andy uh, Walensky, a conditional second-round pick in 2023, and a fourth-round pick in 2025 uh, from the Rangers, and defenseman uh, Billy Sarkshire from the Coyotes. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else were some uh, decent trades that happened. Um... For another big one was uh, Devils acquiring uh, Timo uh, Meyer and uh, Thurman. Uh, oh my God, I'm gonna say that name wrong. Termi Ergmabov, defenseman Scott Harrington and Centari Hadikov, goalie Zachary Emin in a fifth round pick in 2024 from the Sanjay Sharks for Fords. Fabian Sertov, Andreas Johnson, defenseman. Oh my God, some of these names, guys. I'm not gonna read half these names. I can't freaking say those. Um, but I know a lot of good trades happened. Um, I'm just really bummed out. No, the Red Wings. It looks like the Red Wings are. Uh, I just seems the Red Wings are giving up on the season, which I'm not happy about because they were they were both made the play. I mean, it looks like they were going to make the playoffs. But let's get away from hockey. Let's talk some basketball. Um. Bad news for the Lakers. Uh, LeBron James out three weeks with a foot in uh, foot tendon. Um, in, uh, injury happening at Mavericks last Sunday. He missed uh, a game against the Grizzlies, Oklahoma City Thunder uh, last week. Um, now watching that game, I mean, I I wasn't watching, but I saw the uh, 
the video on Twitter saying he heard a pup, he heard a pup. It's unfortunate for the uh, Lakers right now. Um, Lakers just sit one game of, uh, in, of the um, off the uh, pace for the uh, in-play tournament at 30-33. Um, so the Lakers have gone 6-10 and 10 without uh, LeBron James this season, are 37-6-3 since the 2018-2019, uh, his first campaign with the franchise. Um, so this came out two days ago. Um, Lakers play last night. So Lakers played yesterday and lost to the Timberwolves. They got the Warriors tomorrow. They got the Grizzlies coming up. Uh, next, they got the uh, Raptors, and they got the Knicks. They got the Pelicans. They got the Rockets, Mavericks, Magic, Suns. Um, no, it's not good for the Lakers. That, no, they were not good for the Lakers. No, it, it looks like making those after they made those trades, getting Daniel Russell, bringing in uh, Mobamba, making other couple of trades. It looks like the Lakers were going to be a team that was going to make a run and maybe get to the playing tournament. Now without LeBron James, we got to see where they uh, go from here. Um, I hope this story is not true. Uh, John Morant is accused of threatening mall security in Memphis, punching a teenage boy last summer per report. So uh, the allocation started at uh, Morant's mother. Uh, that Morant's mother had a dispute over an employee at finish line uh, within the mall, uh, which led to her to call her son. Upon her arrival, Jamar Morant and the uh, people that uh, came with him uh, were told to leave by head security. They refused, prompting police to arrive. A verbal uh, confrontation transpired, and then a member of Morant's group uh, pushed a security guard, uh, punched a security guard in the head. According to the police report, Morant then said, uh, "Let me find out uh, when he gets off," uh, which made the uh, guard want to file a report uh, as he felt threatened by Morant's statement. No um, arrests were made. Uh, four days later, after the incident at the mall, Morant was accused of punching a 17-year-old boy during a pickup game at his home in uh, Memphis. During the incident, Morant told police he acted in self-defense as uh, he said the boy threw the basketball, which hit him in the head. However, the teenager denied the situation. Uh, the teenager uh, drew the task of guarding one of the world's most elite scorers, um, electric uh, scorers. Uh, when Morant uh, threw the ball um, hard at the boy's uh, chest as he uh, attempted to check in, uh, the boy then threw it back uh, hard. The ball slipped through Morant's uh, hands. The teenager said, "I hit uh, Morant in the chin." Uh, the teenager told um, uh, the teenager told police that um, Jamar Morant uh, then uh, put his chin on the boy's uh, shoulder. Asked, asked his friend, "Do I hit him? Do I hit him?" And the friend responded, "Yeah, do it." Uh, Jamar Morant then punched the boy in the jaw. Uh, the boy told police uh, without warning that his friend struck him on the other side. Um, wow! The teenager said he felt. Fell to the ground, uh, Morant then hit him 12 to 13 times with his friend also. I uh, hit him uh, four or five times. I hope that's not real. I really hope this isn't real. There's a video that came out um, that came out yesterday, John Morant uh, holding a gun. Uh, it was actually this morning. Uh, Jamar, Jar, Jarrah, Mar I can't even read or speak. Uh, Morant, that, uh, he had a gun in his Instagram live story. I hope it's not true. Because John Morant, man, John Morant is such a fantastic electrical basketball player, electric basketball player. I hope it's not true. I really hope it's not true. Um, he's still, he's, 
I really hope this isn't true. I hope this not he's not gonna throw his career away of being a friggin' idiot. Um, next, uh, Lamelo balls out for the season with a fractured ankle, which is unfortunate. Uh, he's been hampered with ankle injuries all season, and just thirty-six games this year. Um, that sucks. He's he's averaged a career high in points and assists this season, twenty-three point three and eight point four, and adding six point four rebounds from uh, shooting uh, thirty-seven point six from the arc, thirty-seven point six thirty-seven point six percent from the arc. Um. Other sad news, uh, Jonathan Isaac is going to miss the uh, rest of the season. Uh, undergoes uh, season-ending hip surgery. Um, you all know that. You no, know, he tore his ACL in two campaigns. Uh, he missed the uh, previous two campaigns due to an ACL injury. He started from August of 2020. Um, drafted number six around 2017. So flashes his previous uh, form during his uh, brief return. Averaging five points, four boards, and 1.3 assists in 11 games a season. That sucks. You know, Jonathan Isaac misses, finally comes back, gets injured again. Um, he has two years left on his four-year $69.6 million contract. Um, that sucks. Sucks he can't stay healthy. Also, the Rockets um, plan to pursue James Harden this summer if he decides to play as a player option. Uh, Sixers are uh, unconcerned. I don't think he'll go back there. Um, no, Houston's wide expected to pursue uh, him. Uh, nah, 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 I, just, I just don't see him going back there. I mean, maybe, maybe he can go back there, but I just don't see him going back there. I don't see him signing with the Rockets. Rockets are a team <coughs> that's rebuilding. I just, I, don't know, I just don't see him. I just don't see him going back. You know, why we want to go? I mean, he's got something special going on in Philly right now. I mean, I'm not saying Philly's going to win the NBA Finals. I mean, Philly definitely has a chance to get to the NBA Finals this season. Um, and I just, I don't know, I just don't see, I, I don't see it. I don't see him going back. Um, I'm going to finish off with some baseball. Uh, Red Sox fetch clashed with uh, top prospect uh, Tristan Cass about uh, pregame routine. So uh, he was called up uh, to the majors last September. Added there were uh, clashes over uh, the way he carried himself, and that he's happy that the vets called him up because uh, because it shows uh, they care. So he said, "I would be more concerned if they weren't saying anything to me." Cass said, "I felt like uh, they that would meant they didn't uh, feel like I was going to be uh, in the majors for long. They didn't want to say. I think the fact that they were telling me stuff, the fact that they were getting uh, getting on me for uh, the little things, meant they wanted me to go out there." And I uh, do things the right way. They wanted me to uh, make sure I'm going to carry out the tradition throughout uh, the years I stay here. So, um, apparently he would take naps uh, in his routine. Um, and some bathing on the uh, field. I mean, which, I mean, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with taking a nap before the game. I don't, I don't, I just, I don't, know. I don't see anything wrong with taking that before the game, but that's me. No, I don't know. But the one thing I don't like that he did last year, um, in center field against the, um, against the Blue Jays when the, um, I forget his name. He's on the Red Sox now. He signed him out of league deal. Um, when, 
you hit the uh, inside of the park grand slam and Tristan catches just spoke to the ball and didn't chase after it. If I was a vet and I saw that, that'd piss me off. It would piss me off more than a player taking a nap before a game or sunbathing in the uh, outfield. I'm not seeing a player hustle and trying to get the ball uh, and trying to get it in. I don't know. I just that would piss me off. Um, Zeno Bogart said uh, Red Sox' uh, first extension offer uh, was uh, pretty uh, rough. Um, Right, hold on, guys. Right, hold on. Having technical difficulties right now. Well, did I mean that to happen, but let's go back to where we were. So, um, he says, uh, I didn't get my hope up. So I remember in spring training, Scott Boris approached me about an extension offer. I was like, all right, let's see uh, what's going on. Borgott said recently in Baseball's Informed Podcast. Uh, when he came back with the offer, I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty rough. It was a little disappointing, to be honest. Uh, so he ended up in getting an 11-year, $280 million deal with the Padres in December. Uh... He reported to receive a four-year, uh, ninety million dollar deal from the Red Sox. Um, he said uh, that's kind of uh, that kind of set the stage for leaving. I was looking forward to seeing what they would offer. And once the offer came out, it was very surprising. Uh, he said, um, "You know, I said I, I've said it so many times on this podcast. I said it so many times. I've talked to my friends and family about this. Once they signed Trevor Story, he knew he wasn't coming back." Even with him offering that four-year $90 million, he knew he wasn't coming back. Once they signed him, he looked at and he said, you want to bring Trevor Story in? I'm leaving. Once they brought Trevor Story in, he looked at and he said, I'm leaving. <coughs> I'm, not, I'm not staying. You bring, you bring Trevor Story in? Okay. I'm leaving. Um, I think that signing Trevor Story set the stage for him to leave, which is unfortunate because I love his going to bowl guards. I was hoping the Red Sox would give him a good contract. But like I said, once they signed Trevor Story, I think every Red Sox fan knew that um, Xander Bogarts was gone. <coughs> Excuse me. Speaking about the Padres, uh, they actually signed Amanda Machado and reported an 11-year, uh, $350 million deal. Um, so the extension... Uh, has no opt-out clause and includes a uh, full no-trade clause per report. Um, so we originally joined the Padres in a 10-year, $330 million pack in February 2019. 
had uh, he had six years, hundred eighty million remaining on his deal, and it was added uh, five years, hundred seventy million uh, through the extension. Um, the Padres have now signed uh, Machado, Zina Bogarts, Fernando Tis uh, Jr., and uh, Yu Darvish and uh, Joe Marscraft to contracts uh, worth over one point one one point one point seventeen billion dollars since February twenty twenty one. I don't know where they're getting this money from. I mean, he wasn't an an he wasn't a uh, NLP runner up on 2022, but I don't know. 30. <sighs> That's just one thing. I think the Padres just don't have the pitching. Um, but I don't know. I mean, they're a good team, and that lineup's going to be very, very good once Sertiz comes back. And uh, another one um, Mike Trout says uh, it's got to be the year for the Angels to make the playoffs. He says this got to be the year. Uh, this got to be the year. Trout said, according to John Hammond of the New York uh, Post, it's got to be. Um, he also said, uh, especially if you want to keep Shohei. Trout said, we win and get to the playoffs. I think uh, I, he he'd think about it a little more. Um, I mean, I got I got to agree with him. I I I said it last week. I I just I don't think. I don't think Shohei Tani wants to be in um, Los Angeles anymore. And I think one of the main reasons why he went to play he went to the Angels was to play with Mike Trout. I mean, he looked at it and said, I get a chance to play with the best baseball player in the world, Mike Trout. I want to go there, play with him, make the playoffs, maybe win a World Series. And ever since coming to, um, to the Angels, they have not even tasted the playoffs. And I think uh, he's going to leave. I don't see Shohei Itani staying. I don't think this Angels team is going to make the playoffs, but who knows? Who knows? I just I just don't see them making the playoffs. And I think Shohei Itani is going to leave. And the last one, I thought this was funny. I'm going to go to DraftKings right now, put money down on this. Uh, Joey Avado predicts the Reds to win the 2023 World Series because of aliens. Um... So MLB on tw uh, Instagram uh, said, drop your NL Central predictions below. He says, Ex ex uh, extra uh, terrestrials arrive on Earth April 15th. The Chauvin 2 Reds are in, in the rest of the uh, planet. Uh, learn from uh, communication uh, with and befriend our alien friends. This proceeds to take five months. Uh, play resume in baseball. The Reds uh, suit the playoffs and are World Series champions. He said, side note, the Lions asked if I would like to accompany them. And their ship back to their planet, uh, I oblige and uh, to never be seen again. Um, so Cincinnati's inspectors to fight for a playoff spot uh, this year after an underwhelming season following 100 losses in 2022. Um, put your money on the rights to win the World Series. Put your money on the aliens to come on April 15th. And uh, we're going to see the uh, Cincinnati Reds be World Series champions anyways, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, sorry for the... Uh, no, the little time I didn't talk for dropping the uh, mouse. But uh, anyways, guys, I'm sure you didn't listen this far. But that's okay. You guys never listen to this podcast anyways. Uh, I love you guys. You didn't get to hear it because you don't listen this far. Bye.